Hello, my queens. Thank you, and welcome to another episode of For Her Podcast. Let's talk about it, sis. Today, I have a special guest with me. Her name is Africa Dunn Taylor. Africa, you want to say hi? Hello. She is a teacher, a student, a wife, a mother. She do everything. That's what you do. <laughs> you do everything. So we're going to go with um, the topic of today. Woman, wife, mother. Which one do you put first? That's a good question. You're married. You're a full-time student. You're a full-time. You got a career. You got kids. Who do you think goes first when it comes to, as far as handling things when it comes to the life? Who do you put? Who take care first? So I believe I put myself first, but I know that I don't. Okay. It's very difficult to put yourself first when you have so many different goals Mm -hmm. and when the top priority of those goals are to ensure that your children have the best things in life. And that doesn't mean monetary. Right. The best things like the best education, Mm -hmm. the best resources, access to certain things. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'll be honest, I do put my children above all. You put your children above all. Yeah. Right. So, you know, I'm thinking, I said to myself, because I'm a single mom and you have a, you have a husband. So I, when I first met Africa, I was so like, oh, it is really two family households where you got a wife and, and a father, they did, and they, they spend time with their kids. But just a, a little backstory, Africa is my lady, best friend. Yeah, I've been friends for how long? Oh my goodness. Since we've been since friends? From the first grade and best friends since the third grade. Okay, let me tell y'all something. I'm about to tell you. She know what I'm about to say because I'm about to tell y'all. So when I was on my first date, was it my first date? It was my, it my, no, it was my first date. And after me and Rima, you know, went out, she was like, oh, let's go to my friend house. So, you know me, I'm all gullible. I like people. I'm like, okay. You, she could have been crazy or what. I ain't know. So we sitting there, you know, we talking and she's introducing to her best friend. So I don't know how this happened or what the topic was about, but Rima pulled my wig off. So let me tell y'all, first of all, I was tight. I was pissed. She, the first time, excuse me, y'all, this is our first date. And that's my first time meeting her best friend. Do you know these heifers? Rima pulled my wig off. Okay, and I had the Cleo braids under it. All right, and at the time, my edges was definitely struggling, but I was like, "Damn!" Next thing you know, I look, I'm like, "Get my wig." She threw it to her friend, which is Africa. Africa caught the wig. I'm like, "Oh, can I have my wig?" She threw it back to Rima, and I'm looking like my bullheaded ass. I was like, "You know what?" I played the cool. I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna just play it cool." When I got in that car. I went the fuck off. Don't you ever try to play me out in front of your friends. And she was like, no, it wasn't like that. Yeah. You try to play me out. You, you try to play me out. You thought I was going to get mad or something. Nah, I can hold my composure. But you try to play me out. I said, I got your ass back. So every time I talk to Africa, I'm always like, remember that time you put my wig on? I tell people this story. That was a fun night to them. First date, pulling my, I should have what? Pulling my dang on wig off. It was an initiation. Okay. (laughs) They try to set me up. You see what I'm saying? This is what I've been told about. But you know, you said you 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 was want to say that you put yourself first. But in all reality, you put your kids first. Right. Okay. So when I think about the importance of 
um, like you were saying, that hierarchy. Mm-hmm. You have to put yourself first. Right. It sounds amazing. Michelle Obama has said it several times, mm-hmm. but it's very difficult for to do so. Exactly. Being a mom. Being a mom. Right. And I didn't I didn't uh, start off with this the life that I have now. Right. Like I, I worked very hard to get to this place. Absolutely. And I don't want my children to have to go through the things that I have to go through. That's what's up. So. Like, like I told y'all, the first time I met her besides the wig, like I was really, she inspires me a lot. And I just saw that tonight. Like, she's like, what? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I, I love the way she love her kids. I love the way you teach them. I love the way you spend time with them. I love the way you're like, put the phones up. Let's read a book. We're going to do a circle. <laughs> I love the way I do activities together, you know, just so they won't feel like it's left out. Because a lot of times you get your kids in the teenage stage, they doing their thing, you doing their thing. But it's like. She actually, like, you do it. And I think that is so dope. That is Thank so dope. You. I love you and your husband relationship. I, I tell him all the time. Oh, man, I love as a girl. Look what you been doing with the, Oh, my God. That's something I want. It was, you know, it's hard for me because I'm a single parent. Right. I have Rima, but I'm a, you know, his father. But I'm, like, he's here with me all the time. So, you know, I was thinking to myself, like, okay, we say we put, you know, it's about me. We put ourselves first. We put our kids first. Yeah. But I thought about it. And then your husband, right? Right. So I thought about it. I said, how can we, if we're not together, how are we going to get them together? Right. So that's backwards. Right. Because we put them first. But if we mentally, physically, emotionally not there, how can we give them something to fill them up with what they need? Very true. So I was saying, as a woman, as a mother, you tend to pick up that and you forget about you because you want to do everything for everybody yeah. when it comes to your family. The woman is the the protector. You're going to hold it down. Mm-hmm. You know, you got your husband who's the bread. You work, mm-hmm. but usually, you know, the man go out, get it. You take care of house and home and mm-hmm. then still have your job and stuff like that. Right. So I was saying to myself, like, gosh, <clears throat> I wa- it's not like, let me put it to you like this. I love my son dearly, but I can no longer keep putting him first because someone once told me, you know, when you fail as a parent, when you don't teach your kids how to live without you. Mm. That's deep. Yeah. You know, you fail as a parent if you don't teach your kids. Once you leave this earth, if they don't know what to do, you fail because you're supposed to be preparing them to do things on their own. You're not going to always be there. Right. Right. So that was a good little thing I heard from somebody before. But um, so how do you feel like with religion? You know, are you like a Christian type of person or are you? So I don't not really label myself any particular religion. Uh-huh. Um. I do. I just actually started listening to the Bible every morning. Yeah, it's the first thing I listen to uh-huh. um, when I get up. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I talk to God. Uh-huh. My mom has actually pushed me more toward that path. Okay, and so just a little back uh-huh. um, information about myself. I wasn't raised in any particular religion. My dad was Muslim. My mom was brought up. Christian, but yeah. she didn't really practice. So, like, we didn't celebrate Christmas, we didn't eat pork, we didn't do those things, but we weren't like Muslim right. or, you know, Christian. Yeah. Um, so, I don't label myself anything, but I do totally, wholeheartedly believe in God. Um, I read the Bible. Mm-hmm. There's some things in it that, you know, I kind of struggle with. Yeah. Um, you know, I talk to my mom about it. I'm very, I am spiritual. Give some insight. And right. I, yeah. And, you know, my mom, you know, she tells me all the time, Although you're not, you know, super religious, yeah. you do follow basically the 
the the the the pieces of the Bible. Yeah. You know, the integrity piece, the you know, being honest, truthful, mm-hmm. doing things the right way without me saying, Oh, I'm a Christian. Okay. I get that. Mm-hmm. So when, the reason why I ask you that, because in the Bible, we're not going to get too deep when it comes to religion because everybody got their own, you know, that's a tricky topic. But in the Bible, a lot of times we, this generation, we forget how we're supposed to be living. And when I say that, I say to say, when you get married, you know, you cross over, you're no longer the baby that, you know, your mom had to hand you off or your father had to hand you off to someone so you could start your life. The way it's supposed to be is not the way we live. Because even if I ask you, you put the kids first, then you put, you're not supposed to. Nobody is supposed to go ahead of your husband. You understand? I was talking about this today. People, you ask somebody, "Uh uh-uh, my kids come first, my da-da-da. No, it's not supposed to be like that. Especially when if you're like religious and you really believe in God or whatever case, whatever you like, Mm I feel like it's one God and we got different nicknames. We got Mm -hmm. Buddha. We got a lot. That's just me. Mm -hmm. That's what I think. But it goes to say, and this is why the world we live in, it's not going the way it's supposed to because everybody just forgot the morals. Right. People just live in this like, yo, we're not, including myself, Mm -hmm. we're not living right. 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 At all. So a lot of times, like I said, you say, oh, I put my kids. It ain't supposed to be like that. It's supposed to be. My mother taught me this. Mm -hmm. I used to, one time my mother was married. No, she was married and she would fix food. Mm-hmm. But then she would feed. I'm like, what about me? <laughs> I didn't want to say, like, why would you feed him first? Right. I didn't get it. Like, your kids got to eat first. Right. But my mom told me, she said, do you go out and pay bills? I said, no. I'm going to McDonald's, no. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you keep this house together? I, I do dishes when you ask it to. No, right. not really. She's like, look, he goes out there, he busts his ass. Right. My husband has to come first. Not that I love you less right. as a child, because you're going to always be my baby. But when you get older, you understand the provider has to be taken care of. You're the nurturer, right? Right. So when he go out there and he's risking his life and he's putting in time. Now, I'm not talking about everybody. You got the baby daddies that don't want to do nothing. <laughs> then I'm not talking about put them first and, <laughs> and let them drop on and take a food stamp card. And you like, oh, he can go shopping. And you and the kids looking slow in the house. Talk about, where you at? Uh-uh, with your car. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that, but I'm saying like when you cross over and you take that vow, right, right. the vow was not to put my, you didn't say anything about my kids, right. about your kids. Mm-hmm. It was all for y'all. You vowed to love him, to cherish him, mm-hmm. to what? Tell me the vows. You vowed to what? What was the vows? I don't remember. Oh. <laughs> to love, love obey, right. honor. Yeah. <laughs> Be there, thick and thin. You know, and a lot of times you make that you make that sacrifice, you make that promise, but we don't we don't live it out. Well, to kind of piggyback on what you're saying, it took me a long time. So I've been married for 12 years. 12 years, y'all. Yeah. 12. <laughs> this generation, we get like two months and it's over. I don't want to beat you no more. I want a divorce. I want an annulment. <laughs> right. Something like Damn. that. Right? Yeah. And, you know, the first seven, eight years, um, I'm gonna be honest. Mm-hmm. I did, I have the mindset that my children are first. Mm-hmm. I have to take care of them, mm-hmm. and he'll be okay. I did have that mindset. That's because that's how we was taught. Right. And honestly, I wasn't taught that way. No, no. Because wow. My mom. My mom was married to my dad. My dad passed away when I was younger. Then my mom remarried. Mm-hmm. She's that was never what she showed. Okay. But because I didn't like the relationship she had with my okay. stepfather, okay. I tried to do the opposite. 
of that. So yeah, I felt like no, there's never gonna be a man that's gonna be first in my eyes or right. in my life. Got I'm it. going to be that person. My mother never, never. My mother's 100% that person of the husband, yeah. the you know God, the husband, you know herself, the right. children. But for me, just watching her relationship with my stepfather, I was like, mm, that's not gonna be me. And then right. watching relationships with like you know, my friends and and their mom with the stepfather, whoever else, right. I just didn't see positive images of what I thought a marriage should be. And mm-hmm. that a lot of men that I saw mm-hmm. didn't deserve that title. Yeah. And I and I made it very hard for my husband. And I have an amazing husband. And it took me a very long yeah. time to Yeah, build. Andrew the bomb, y'all. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. So, he's so welcoming. <laughs> I love I just love y'all together. Y'all like Yeah, he's good. I gave him a Listen, we we gave each other a lot of heartache and pain. <laughs> but if you want to know why it's okay, because a lot of times people are not blessed to meet their soulmate. That's you understand true. what I'm saying? That's so true. if you got a God sent you him, yes, because God definitely sent him. He, he you didn't go looking. He sent you them, yep. and when God sent you somewhere, that's for you. He, he already built that man to take all the hardship, the yeah. pain, the fights. He built him to be ready for that. So when he gets to you, it's like, I ain't going nowhere. I agree. I already know what I'm going to do. So I what? I may not talk to you or whatever, but I ain't going nowhere. Yeah. yeah. I ain't going nowhere. And when a man sees a woman, he know right then and there, that's his wife. Yes. That's his wife. 100%. You know, so I, I love the fact that, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, people don't go through stuff. People do go through stuff. It's not always the good. You got the bad. You got yeah. the misunderstanding. You got all of that, but it's right. okay. For you to love someone, I always tell people. You can love someone, but understand you can't give them all of you because you're still learning you. Right. You see what I'm saying? So how can you say, I'm going to give you all of me? It takes a lifetime to know who you are right. and give you fine every day. Right. You learn stuff every day. And I think that that was part of it because when I married my husband, I was like 22, 23, very, very young. He was young. He's five years older than me, but still young, mm-hmm. young minded. Um, the neither one of us were where we wanted to be career wise mm-hmm. mindset everything but together mm-hmm. we built what we have that's like we right. struggled together and that's the way it's supposed to be and right not with nobody else right and, and i it, think that that's the difference between like when people go oh you guys had this amazing relationship I'm like you weren't there for them 12 years okay <laughs> when the hell was you was there when i was doing picture frames <laughs> <laughs> Like the you know, people see, people see. You know, when you when you get married, a lot of times the generation you give, they give up. Everybody, a lot of times we give up easy. Yeah. Because we don't want to put the work in to do the fight. Yep. And they the fact that we don't know what's ahead, not knowing what's ahead of you is definitely uncomfortable. Yes. No, yes. you people say we all say you got to walk by faith, but not by sight. Right. We say it, but do we really but do live we really by live it? it? You know true. what I mean? That's so. True. You know, listen, I love y'all. Y'all like the Jay-Z, Beyonce oh, no. of Jersey. Let's just put it like that. Let's just put it like that because a lot of times growing up in a single parent household, that's what you see. Yeah. It's a pattern. So I grew up in a single parent household. Now my son is doing that. And right. I love the fact that you, you give them different. You let them know it's more to life than just this. Right. Black people really have family, right. you know? The father lived there. Mm-hmm. He he take time with the kids. You don't always do it. You know, y'all built together. And I think right. that's so dope. So even if you're, you know, once you get your child into that world, you can only hope they what you installed in them, they're gonna right. go by that thing. But even if when they go out there, at least your daughter mm-hmm. and your son know I'm better than that. 
this is not what I'm used to. So if you can't give me what my mother and father did, right, I don't want right, to be with you. Right. That's right. awesome. You know, so I always, you know, I love that. <laughs> so I wanted you to let people know, you know, tell me more about you. Where you from? BK all day, baby. You hear her? <laughs> oh, arrogant. BK. Boop, boop. <laughs> you from Brooklyn? Born yeah. and raised? Yeah. So I was born in Crown Heights, Brooklyn. Okay. Um, born and raised. Born and raised. Elementary school to high school. Went to Brooklyn College. Oh, my God. <laughs> to old Brooklyn. Sisters, um, brothers. I have so I have two brothers mm-hmm. that I grew up with. Mm-hmm. We have um, same mom and dad, mm-hmm. and then I have older siblings because my father was married prior to marrying my mom, mm-hmm. and he had three other children, and then he had another child. Um, oh, 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 he was having fun. Yeah, like rolling, my father. They was rolling, rolling stone. Rolling. Rolling. Papa was a rolling stone. That's what my mother used to say, and I used to be like, "What does that mean?" Papa was a rolling. Stone. That means when he laid his hat at, when he took it off, he, he Lydia. <laughs> <laughs> when you go to somebody's house and you take your hat off and your shoes and unbuckle your pants for your Listen. stomach, you live here. Listen. Okay. You know, uh, my dad passed away when I was five. Wow. Um, but people always, to this day, will tell me things about my dad. He was just the best. He was in the community. He was always there for the other kids. He was like a father to everyone in the, you know, mm-hmm. in the community. Yeah. And I didn't know that person because again, you didn't get to expect right. So, and it's funny because my mom always says to me, like, you are your dad. Like, I mm. thought my sons would be like their dad. But she's she's like, no, you're your dad. Like the, you know, going to school, the black activism, yeah. the wanting to do for the community. Yeah. And so I got pieces of him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he and I you. Really, right, yeah. right. He and you. Let me tell you something. After we go to school, she teach. <laughs> she be taking like 40 classes a day. <laughs> you be like, the summertime, ask what you doing uh, at school. Like, what? Well, goddamn. I be having a hard time doing one class. I'm like, I'm some bullshit. I get bored. Yo, Africa be on the computer getting it together. I be like, damn, bitch, you couldn't even finish a whole book. <laughs> and you got a husband, two kids. I got one kid. I be like, I don't want to do this no more. I just, my attention span is too fucking short. So I commend you. You're like, that's a lot. Cause I be like, don't give me no big textbook. I be like, I, I, I'm not. I'm just gonna listen to a Google Voice. I don't want to do this. <laughs> like, it's like Reba always say you need to go back to school. I like school when I was in school. Why would I want to go back? But you know what? You know, not. I, and I could talk about school all day. Yeah, the school system was not. The, the American school system was not created for black, black children to thrive. Yeah. So when I hear a lot of, you know, black children, black. Oh, okay. Black children, black mm-hmm. adults. You know, talking about school. It was the system is working how they want it to work. Mm -hmm. Right. So I always tell people, even though you may have struggled in, uh, you know, elementary, Mm -hmm. high school, Mm -hmm. try out college, Mm -hmm. like something that you're interested in. It Mm -hmm. don't even have to be like a specific program. It could be Mm -hmm. a certification. It could be whatever it is that you're interested in. And you're going to see school totally different. So what if, you know, what if people... The reason why, you know, for this podcast real quick, I get it because I, I want to interview different women, black women, entrepreneurs, mothers, wives, business owners. I wanted to interview you guys because, like I said earlier, the game stays the same, but it's just changed for players. So you've been there and done that. So if, if you if somebody's not going through what you're going through or about to go through or been, that's something that they need to hear to let them know right. you're not alone. Right, right. I've been there and done it, you know. So even if I tell people all the time, if you come from a bad 
a bad background. Mm-hmm. You are not your past. That's right. You're not your mother and how she lived. Right. You have to write your own story. 100%. And once we get that in our mind as black women, as black queens, I'm not my mother's. I'm not my mother. I'm not my grandmother. I deserve to have the best because I want to give my kids something that I wish I had. Right. You know? Right. So I tell a lot of people, listen, babes, we all go through tri- <laughs> testimonies. We got all issues. We got it. We've been through the test. You like, you feel like you can't do nothing, depression and all mm-hmm. that. You are once you get that, I'm not my past, and you let that go. Mm-hmm. You become a different person. Very true. You know, so if your mother didn't go to college and your grandmother didn't go, your great grand well, okay, I don't know what to tell them, but if you want to go to school, <laughs> go to school. You know, but even though it's like sometimes people don't have that support system. Right. And I felt like right. even if I could just touch one girl, I feel good about that. Right, right. I wanted to be the person that helped a person who helped me when I needed it. Right. Right? right. So, you know, that's how that was. So let me ask you, growing up in what you say, Queens? BK all day, girl. Crown Heights. I'm so disrespectful. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, you know, growing up, growing up like that as a young black girl, like, mm-hmm. how was it for you? It's funny uh-huh. because even though I grew up, I grew up in Crown Heights, Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was telling you earlier, mm-hmm. drug addicts everywhere, mm-hmm. dope fiends, crackheads. I didn't even realize that I was living around this. Mm-hmm. Like I was just in my own little world. La 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 la. My mother was just say, "You're in a fantasy world." Right. Because my, I don't feel like my mother sheltered me, mm-hmm. but I feel like my mother gave me so many different opportunities. Like mm-hmm. I used to go away to summer camp. Mm-hmm. I would, you know, hang out with my aunt in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. So even though I lived in that environment, mm-hmm. the environment didn't make make me right. Didn't make you. you. Know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. So, and and and. A, Sharima and I talk about this all the time. Like, yeah. And I say to myself sometimes, there's some people I grew up with and their lives are like in channels. And I, t- and I say to my children, that could have easily been your mother. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, God had a different walk for me. Yeah. I don't know what it was. Yeah. I don't, it, and my mom, when my dad passed, she was mm-hmm. a single mother. Yeah. She used to work all the time, didn't have yeah. a lot of time for me. I just always loved school. Ooh, okay. <laughs> I, struggled, I struggled in elementary school. I tell people, a lot of people don't know that. I struggled with reading comprehension at elementary school. Really? Yeah, but I went to a really good elementary school, and they picked up on it, mm-hmm. and then they found that I had, like, visual issues, like vision issues. Okay. And I wasn't tracking what I was reading properly. Oh. Now, if I would have gone to a different school, they probably would have never picked up on it. Right. And then I would probably not be where I am today. Right. So, I mean... I mean, what? God has a plan. Yes, he does, honey. You know. And then sometimes you got to think, <laughs> you got a purpose. Not everybody's, right. you know, lucky to find their purpose. Right. I feel like you, the reason why you went the different way, I feel like you need to you need to be heard. You have a voice. And just to get people like, hey, I came from this, but I'm this. Right. So sometimes you think about it, you don't know why. Maybe that'd be the reason. Maybe he, he got you there so you can help people. I agree. You know what I'm saying? You never know who life you're going to impact. I agree. Because yeah. I made some really... Poor decisions when I was in high school. Uh, hell, we all. <laughs> I used to stay cutting class. <laughs> you went to school today. Huh? <laughs> I didn't take advantage of you know the opportunities that I could have yeah. when I was in school. And, right. Um, mm-hmm. 
you know, my daughter. That's not my husband's child. Okay. And we're going to get to that. This is my next oh, question. I'm gonna ask <laughs> no, no, I, I want you to do that. But let me ask you. So when you was in Brooklyn, what school did you graduate? Like, what was the school that, like, really helped you? What school was CS21. What's the CS stands for? Community School. Oh, they tried. On Chauncey. Right on across the street from Brevoort Project. Do they have the whole word on the building? Just the letters. Community School 21. The whole word? Yes. That's oh. the black mecca of okay. Bedford Stuyvesant. That's some bull crap. Because when I was going to school, I ain't have the whole word. You know what my school was? PS42. PS34. Like, you know what? We ain't going to never learn shit in here, man. We dumb. It actually was Christmas Addicts. Yeah. That was the name of my school. If you ain't got a name to go to your school, they use letters. You might just hang up your code, girl. You 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 dumb as hell. We know we're going to They're going to be like, well, you know what? You ain't. We just gonna push you. Go ahead. You ain't even got to graduate. You ain't even got to do your credits. Just can't we gonna get you out the door. Damn, like that's good though. Yeah. That's that's definitely good. So another question. When did you become a mother? At what age and how was that? So I I got pregnant with my daughter at 18. I had okay. her at 19. Okay. I was supposed to start college that year. Mm-hmm. Um I was not able to start college, not because I was pregnant, but I had uh, my financial aid paperwork didn't go through. (laughs) Me and Sheree. That's bullshit. We both got the nine. Now, y'all know damn well we need, look, I wrote them back like, you know damn well I need this money. They said my mother made too much. My mother was like, I don't make nothing. No, she don't, because if she did, I'll have to keep eating leftovers. It's the bullshit. She made money. That's bull. No, she didn't. That's messed up. And it's crazy because you work to do the taxes. And then when you had a hardship, you would think they wouldn't give you money. Nope. What the first of all, this is off topic, but I'm still waiting for them motherfucking stimulus check. Me too. Mine didn't come. When is it coming? They pulled They told me they told me mine was May 22nd. I haven't received anything. (laughs) (laughs) They stopped the order and took it back. I don't know what happened. Donald Trump issued a statement. He might then go right back and take them. That would make no sense. <laughs> so you said, you know, you came with mother at 18 and yes. your husband took her in. Yes. As his own. Mm-hmm. Was that hard for him? Was that hard for you? It wasn't hard for me because when I met my husband, I told him, I, first of all, when I met him, I said, I don't want to be in a relationship with anyone. My focus is to get back into school. Because prior to meeting him, I did go to York College for a semester. Okay. I couldn't afford it, so I had to drop out. Okay. Because <laughs> at that time, I had my daughter. Right. And I said, I don't have time to focus on anyone. I was working, going to school. It was a struggle, you know, whatever else. But the one thing that, you know, intrigued me was he asked me what I wanted out of life. Mm. And it wasn't, It was, of course it was sexual, because that's what men want, right? <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> what you want out of life? Yeah, nasty. <laughs> Nasty. You want to do nasty? I need money. Nasty. That's what I want. But it was like, you know, when I met him, mm-hmm. uh, the first day we went on, mm-hmm. it was crazy. He disappeared for like 30 minutes in the bathroom. I oh. always tell people this. No, he, he went to go doo-doo. And you know him. He went to go doo-doo. He, yes. Okay. I said, did he leave? That girl. But if anybody knows my husband, he's always in the bathroom for 30 minutes or so. But you know, story. you know, I stayed in the bathroom for a long time. When I be in this house, I like the kids, the cat, everyone be getting on my nerves. So a lot of times, let me tell you something. Are you trying to say you trying to escape from me? Listen, <laughs> listen, let me tell you something. This is just me. I'm not speaking for him, but let me say, when we be in the house, now me and Avery, you know, Avery, my baby, that's like, he not my godson. I'm his mother for real. And then we got the cat. Then we got Raven. I just be looking like, 
Amy doing this, and, and Rima like, stop, Charlie, and I mean, like, with the musical aloud, and Amy sitting there trying to hurt Charlie. I be like, you know what? I'll be back where you going, and a mother effing bathroom. Don't knock on the door. Don't right. say nothing. Right. I got to get away from him. Yeah. He probably did his <laughs> But that was our first date. Oh, he had something back with his stomach. He was in the, and the lady said, He's, he didn't go anywhere. The Caribbean woman. He didn't go anywhere. Just stay there. I was in my fish and chips. We yeah. Fish restaurant. <laughs> and then he came back. I was like, what, what, what's going on? I was like, I'm never going out with this guy. <laughs> See? And then we, we sat in the, in the car. And we spoke, we just talked and talked and talked, and talked. And from that day, we never left each other. Wow. Where did you meet him? So I don't know if you know, your listeners ever heard of Dollar Man. He used to drive. The Dollar Man in New York. Yeah. Then we got him in Jersey too. They'd be on the boulevard. They do? Yeah. Oh, we got to look into that. The little some, poppies be doing it. Trans, you know, some more business. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, so I used to work at King's Plaza Mall in Brooklyn, and I would walk from my, my house. Mm-hmm. And he would do the dollar van, so I was walking, and then he picked me up. Mm-hmm. I thought he was working through the dollar van, but he wasn't. He just was picking me up. <laughs> so I was like, "Wait, uh, sir, there's nobody in this van." <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "What's your name?" And I was like, "What? <laughs> let me let me find out. Let me find out." And he was like, "You ain't going nowhere. Just just stay with me. I was like, "Uh, this is okay, whatever." I'm like, "I'm going to King's Plaza. I work in the mall, whatever." And normally, I never gave up my number. Right. I never told people my real name. But for whatever reason, yeah. God, of course, I gave him my real name uh-huh. and my number. He called me for a year. I didn't pick up the phone. A year? A year. I was like, I don't have time to talk to nobody. My Africa got me. that WAP, y'all. <laughs> All right? A whole year? And he can't, look, he, she didn't went on break vacation. She, she didn't went on a hiatus for all. Let me tell you. It couldn't be me. It, it, there's no way it could have been me. A year? Oh no. Yeah. I'm on yeah, I'm on your location. You got yeah. me messed up. And he didn't know I had a child, because it's funny because he said he would never date a woman with a child. Lies, he said. And I said I would never date a Jamaican man. Oh, he's Jamaican. He's Jamaican yeah. and I had a whole child. So y'all said well, we ain't gonna do it. And y'all like, ooh, look at them. Look at them saying what they ain't gonna do. You probably was like, yo, yo baby, we dumb. We should have yeah. just said we look real all crazy. Why, why, you know? Yeah. It's it's crazy, but mm. that's, that's cool. What inspired you to become a teacher? Like, why did you want to go and help kids with like the education? What made you want to do that? So I became a teacher because, like I said, I went to an amazing elementary school, okay. and then I went to one of the worst middle schools. Really, it's bad. It was horrible. We they didn't have like, any teachers. Where was that? I don't know where they were. The thing is, we'd be sitting in the classroom, no teacher would show up. They was doing virtual <laughs> Girl, they would do a vert, remote learning. Remote, remote learning. learning. Existed. <laughs> what was that? I don't know. It was bad. So what So what happened was this, the middle school I went to was supposed to be like a gifted school. Yeah. It was supposed to be a small new school, mm-hmm. but the middle school down the block was overcrowded. So they just started just taking all the kids from there and just threw them into our school. Ooh. So then they became overcrowded. They didn't have enough teachers. It was a it was a disaster. I literally crazy. didn't learn anything for two years. For two <laughs> years I learned nothing. You was chilling. I was chilling. I was fighting. I was playing. I was I was terrible. Really? That's that environmental thing. You had to be like that. I had to be. I was wrestling. Thought I was Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> <laughs> it was a mess. I was gonna say, oh, <laughs> we used to be in the hallway fighting. Right on your head. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but at the time, as a kid, you like this was fun. But yeah, like, back up, like I didn't learn nothing for two years. You just did. I had a recess every day. 
What time is it? Eight o'clock when you were outside? Just all had recess day. all that's funny. But I had this one math teacher. Uh-huh. I can't remember her name, mm-hmm. but she was amazing. And she saw something of me that I didn't see. I wanted to play and have fun. But uh she picked five students. I was one of the students, mm-hmm. and she had a math program. And she was she taught us algebra mm-hmm. on the weekend. Mm-hmm. So I would come to the school on the weekend and I learned algebra. I always loved math, mm-hmm. but I was like, oh, you know, whatever, whatever. But, you know, as I transitioned into uh, my undergrad, because mm-hmm. initially I went to school to become a pharmacist because I really liked chemistry. Mm-hmm. And I thought about. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> Y'all better hear when y'all heard what she said, honey. If this ain't black women all day, go ahead, Queen. She said, I wanted to be a chemist. <laughs> I, I did, but then I was like, no, that's not really, that's not my passion. I used to tutor Sharima's brother. And then I tutored my other kids too, yeah. Oh, and I loved it. I love to tutor children. You had like a whole base of the club thing I, going listen, on. Listen, I did. Was working. I, was, I wasn't getting paid, but I loved it. Right, 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 right. And then when I was in school, um, they have something that's called... Um, I think it's called work study. Okay. And for my work study, I tutored kids at Beach Channel um, High School. Mm-hmm. I loved it. And then I was talking to a young lady. She was she had a baby, mm-hmm. and she had to bring the baby to the school. The school had a daycare center, and she was talking about how you know she never had anyone that cared about her. Mm-hmm. She never had anyone that 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 you know would push her with her education. Mm-hmm. And then I told her about me having a deja. Mm-hmm. Then it took me back to my middle school where I didn't learn anything. And that's why I wanted to say. This is the reason why I do this mm-hmm. because it's somebody out there that needs to hear it. Yep. You told her, "Hey, look, where you at? I was there. Mm-hmm. I was pregnant. I was trying to go to school. I was this. I was that. If I could do it, you could do it." Yep. Did she go to school? She kept coming to school as long as I was there. She would come to school because I tutored her mm-hmm. and a few other students, but mm-hmm. she came consistently. That's, Once that's I awesome. finished with the program, I'm not sure what happened, but her mm-hmm. that math teacher I had and the mm-hmm. fact that I didn't learn anything for two years. You keep saying that. <laughs> you know what? Really the reason. I, I'm going to go on Instagram, right? I'm going to break this school and say, you know, y'all should be ashamed of y'all Intermediate, it's probably not even there anymore. IS25. IS25 on Kosciuszko. What was the name? I don't know. That's what you're <laughs> You see how you went to good high school and you had a name? I went to PS34. That's how you know you went to learn shit. Anytime they put a number on your thing, he was like, shit, I ain't gonna, I, you know what, you was going to school, like, why you that here? So to be here. That was, that was it. Now I know if this school don't have a name that's spelled out on the building, they just got one letter and they got a whole number that's big. <laughs> nah, bro, we ain't gonna make, we about to be dumb as hell. We gonna be dumb when we Girl, came in here. That school was horrible. You see? And that's, guess what, I'm a middle school math teacher today. But it was very specific. My goal, middle school math teacher. And you and you're 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 doing it. That yes. takes a lot. You're doing it. I I wanted to be a teacher. Let me tell you. You still can. Absolutely. Now let me tell you why. <laughs> I wanted to be a teacher, right? So check me out, right? I wanted to be a teacher. I was pregnant when I met. I was like, oh, I want to be a teacher. I want to do this. So I started working. My mother friend went to church with us, and they had a daycare set up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, they got me a job there. So it was these. T- <laughs> okay, so they got the toddler room, they got the infant room, they got the baby, you know, the baby room. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. It was these two badass little boys, <laughs> like they was twins. When I tell you these little kids was making me cry every day, I was like, uh uh-uh. uh. And they probably loved you to death. Africa, it would go nap, and then next thing you know, you hear boom. 
Then you know they put them in the bed, right? So they because they got a history of breaking down and shit, right? So oh, you you know I used to I'm pregnant, so when they sleep on me too. Oh, yeah, I was pregnant and I was emotional. They just always was being bad. Yo, I remember one time I was there by myself because one of the ladies was gonna get lunch. She had to go get some more food and stuff. I had to get the bolts, mm-hmm. and then the other one was running late. I'm like, okay, cool. She had two kids. It was three. It was them two because they mother. She dropped them off before the damn daycare opened. <laughs> she wrote a letter last night, like, we're going to be there at 5 a.m. Like, oh my goodness. And it was twins, right? So they was like two, three. Mm. Everybody, you know, they had to be like in an infant, like a a, um, a crib. They yeah. couldn't sleep on a cot because they were just being bad. You put them in a <laughs> I'll never forget this day. Next thing you know, everybody got their nap going. I hear boom. I'm thinking I'm dreaming. I fell asleep. Another boom. Tell me why I kind of woke up to see these badass kids in the refrigerator. Oh, I was like, oh, they crawled out the crib. They crawled out the crib. I used to be like, they stressed, come get these kids, please. They made me cry. Oh, <laughs> I swear to God. Goodness. I want to know where they at now. because bad. So once I did that, I was like, I don't want to be a teacher. Mm-mm, I ain't got time, honey. I don't want to be a teacher because I be arguing with the parents every day. What you said to my son? I said <laughs> what that you said. <laughs> what you should have said. And if you knew better, you do better. Don't come over here asking questions. Well, I'm gonna tell the principal. I don't care who you tell. Hey, go ahead, Miss Black. You come to the office. What? <laughs> the mother said you did this. I'm like, that's not what I said. What I said was, you know, you need to get it together. I didn't call you a bad mother. I just said you suck. <laughs> As you a woman, right? <laughs> I ain't curse you out. I said, I didn't go you a bitch. I said, your mama is a bitch. <laughs> That's definitely how it be. So when I got that, I was like, uh-uh. Get you're bringing that F these kids. Yeah. I ain't want to. They, they made me no, uh, no, no kids at all. So, okay. I'm going to get a little deep. Oh. All right. Tell me the hardest lesson from when you remember to now that you had to learn in life. And did it take a toll? Was it an impact? Was it trauma? Like, what was it? The hardest lesson. Yeah. The hardest lesson I ever had to... To deal with. Deal with. Yeah. I don't know if I would say it's the hardest lesson that I, I ever had to deal with. I think it was just the fact of me having my daughter at, at 19. Age. Yeah. And my mom was not playing with me. She was a babysitting. Yeah, listen. Sharima and them used to come over and hang out with me with mm-hmm. the baby. My mother used to go. My like mother, that. because I wasn't working, I didn't have anything. Mm-hmm. She made me use diapers on the major, mm-hmm. not disposable pampers. The diapers car. that cloth diapers that I would have to wash out with the doodle and everything. With the doodle and everything. She was like, "I bet you won't. <laughs> I bet you learn your lesson this time." Oh, oh, you want to do nasty? Let me show you, honey. I'm gonna show you nasty. Right? Yeah. That's and wild. While it was happening, of course, it was like, oh, this is the worst. Why is she doing this to me? Mm-hmm. But it was the best lesson I've ever learned. Mm-hmm. That whatever you bring, whatever you bring to the table, mm-hmm. whatever you, you decide that you're going to put on your plate, mm-hmm. make sure that you can clean that plate. Absolutely. Make sure you can consume everything on that plate. Absolutely. And make sure you put that plate back up. Because yeah. at the end of the day, my children are my responsibility. Absolutely. My mom helped me. She didn't have to. She was never obligated to to do so, but she did. And I feel like her help wasn't just the financial. It was the lessons and the fact that she said, no, this is what you're going to do as you're a woman now. Mm -hmm. So these are the things that you have to do. And that's why I said a mother who doesn't teach their kid how to live without them is a mother that failed as a parent. And my mama did not fail. Okay, hello. You (laughs) you got like 750 degrees. I'm like, (laughs) 
you know what? Oh, I'm about to become a lawyer. <laughs> I'm about to be, I'm a chemist. I, I decided to go back to the chemist. Africa, what you doing? I'm studying for the bar. Africa, I'm about to be a nurse. <laughs> Look, July, Africa, what you doing? You want to go on a trip? No, I can't. I got school. I'm trying to become a principal. <laughs> Africa, what is going on? Like, when do you have free time? I don't. I'm working. Well, how many goddamn degrees you got? Let me see. About seven. Like, everybody going out. Let's go have fun. I feel like I got I, I got homework. Homework I got for what? Test. For what? I'm, I'm learning how to become a millionaire. A lot. Like, yo, you stay. Yo, I be like, yo, I'm always on the damn homework. I'm like, yeah. That's why it works for you. It does. It works for you because I love to learn. That's good because when I was in school, I did my homework. You did your homework? Yeah, I used to go to school before the teacher came in. So, like, let me see paper start. I just wasn't with it. I was. I'm a hard. I had a hard head. I wasn't with it. So if you try to tell me do this, I'd be like, listen. Well, they wasn't teaching nothing that I wanted to know anyway. There you go. I told you the system works. School was not set up for our children. Nope. They want us to fail. And that's why I have to be in school and stay in school mm-hmm. to get you know become the principal, the superintendent, and mm-hmm. everything else because. The They're not teaching our children. The GM, she said the what? The teacher, the superintendent, and what? The president? I didn't be the everything. The custodian. <laughs> the lunch lady. She be outside <laughs> doing the grass. She the gym teacher. The social study. The language arts. Spanish. Damn, you even do, uh, what's the thing you call when you were in school? Would you cook? What's the class that used to be? Oh, culinary. Cul- no, yeah, but what they call it? They used to call it something else. Home act? Home act. <laughs> she doing ADHC. She was down there doing air conditions and shit. Like, I ain't done. I'm doing it all. I'm not done. Because as we know, as a black person in yeah. America, you always have to be the best of the best. Yeah. And our children deserve the best of the best. So right. I have to continue with my education. I'm done right now. Right. Uh, two days. <laughs> Africa, what you doing? Girl, I'm sitting here. I'm on help doing homework on what? I'm, I told you I'm about to become a preacher. I told you I want to marry people. <laughs> Africa, what you doing? I told you I wanted to be a natural queen, so therefore I'm, I'm learning how to make organic uh, yogi seeds. Like, yo, Africa, oh my God. When do you have time for yourself? Right now. You're like, right. You're I'm like, it's fun. I'm, I'm, like, I'm, I'm free. You go, Africa, tomorrow, what you doing? Girl, doing homework. You sound like my husband. I thought you said you was free. I was yesterday. Did you know? He's like, you're not going to be done with school. I'm like, man, I'm finished. My last thing is school district meet. I'm done. Uh-huh. With that. When you go back. I'm finished. So I do want to get a doctorate, but I'm waiting uh-huh. until my major and junior are finished with college. Okay. And then I'll go back for my doctorate. See how she still keeps going back? <laughs> <laughs> ten years. I said it ten years. Okay. The way the world living right now, <laughs> I think the, the, the I think you had the Bible say the world will come to it when it's about fire. <laughs> When, 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 when you kill them, when the kids don't honor their mother, their father, right. uh, I, think, I don't think we're going to make it past 2023. First of all, it already sound right. What's the day's date? 6 2023. God, I'm like, you know what? God, I'm, like, I'm sick of y'all, motherfuckers. Let's go. Let's go with all y'all. Whoosh. Damn. You better get it now. I don't think we're going to go past 23. I'm trying to tell you. Oh, you better come get us like. Bone thugs and harmony just scooping us up from the crowd, just taking us anywhere. You gotta do better. Yeah. I think a lot of people are opening their eyes though, mm-hmm. and are going back to the simpler times yeah. where monetary things don't mean it. You think if you can't go anywhere and spend money, I know that's right. <laughs> I know like that's what right. I'm doing right now with you 
This is I'm having an amazing time. You are? I am. Thank you. I don't have to go out and spend my money on a bunch of things to have a great time or an experience. Yeah. People always say, I'm in my bag. I got my bag. Girl, please. Humble yourself. Yes. I tell people all the time. That's when important. you're on and the reason why I want to have different people on here is like, hey, you did it. You got out. Show her how you did it. Right. Because even if you show her from step to step, she is never going to be you're like you. No. Right. But they're too busy being in competition. Oh, bitch, get at me. I'm getting my bag. I'm getting my bag. And about all that. No. He didn't give it to you for you to do that. And that's why a lot of people do a lot of downfall. That's right. Because you're using it the wrong way. That's right. He gave you your bag. You did what you had to do. But it's not to flaunt it and then kick somebody else down. That's because right. Before your little bullhead ass got that bag, <laughs> you, you was right there in the change drawer, dumping the machine that yeah. shot right back. Choo, choo, yep. choo. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I feel like the society that we live in, and you know, the internet and all this, you got to be looking like this. And yeah. This is why we're broken. As yes. Women. We're yes. broken. You have fatherless women. You have motherless. Motherless. Women. You have a. a that person just want to give up. We're yeah. broken. Yeah. I understand we got the b- Black Lives Matter. Right. I understand that the cops is going on. They killing our brothers. Right. They killing our fathers. But I wanted to also be like, don't forget about us. Yeah. You know, because they're hurting. Mm-hmm. We're hurting. They're hurting. All that stuff is going on. But we hurting too because yeah. it's right here on our shoulders. Always. You see it's what I'm saying? We gotta hold up. So even though we like, yeah. Black Lives Matter, the guys, and says, don't forget about the woman. Yeah. Because we going through shit, too. Very much so. We going through something, too. So Very it's like, so. I didn't want to. trauma is, <laughs> it's serious. Yeah. It's crazy. And that's not, I'm not saying that to say, oh, don't worry about black lives. No. I'm not saying that. But also remember, the women that hold these men up, mm-hmm. they going through it, too. Yeah. So let's not forget about them. 100%. You understand what I'm saying? They need to be heard, too. 100%. I, I totally agree. agree. That's how I look at it. I totally so, agree. do you regret anything in your lifetime that you've done? Do I regret anything in my lifetime? Mm-hmm. Um, I would say no, because I feel like everything that has happened in my life mm-hmm. was a lesson I was supposed to learn. And mm-hmm. well, I wouldn't say a lesson I was supposed to learn. It was teachings happening, mm-hmm. and I learned the lesson when I was supposed to learn it. I feel like in life you're supposed to make mistakes. You grow from your mistakes. Mm-hmm. Everything in life is about your mindset. If you have a fixed mindset, then mm-hmm. you will say you have a bunch of regrets. If you have a growth mindset, your your whatever you would consider consider mm-hmm. a regret is actually something that's building you to become better. Right. So I really don't have any regrets. Okay, so let me let's let's try to do this exercise, right? I'm gonna try this with you. So take a deep breath for a second. And I'm gonna ask you the question I just asked you. Like sure. I asked them. <laughs> No, no, breathe out. I'm like, hold on, y'all. We need a medic. I was like, no, no, I want you to, I want your relief. So here's the thing, because a lot of times, subconsciously, like we know what's going on in the inside. We know what we've been through. We know. Is so you think about it for a second before answering. Is it anything that you really regret, and it's like you don't want to speak on it, or you don't want to bring it to the light, or is it really nothing that you regret in your life at all? Think about that before you respond. Because only you know what your life is like. Only you know the feelings you got from each, you know, whatever you went through in your life. Mm-hmm. Right? So you know. And we tell people, that's just like saying, hey, how you doing today? I'm good. In the fact, we ain't good. Yeah, right. We just don't want to tell you that. Right. So, once again, is there anything that you regret in life? Because you gave me a teacher answer. <laughs> <laughs> she broke she my, 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 my
Okay. <laughs> she was like, uh-uh, I got the mental. This. I'm like, uh. You know, so it's but like. I, I, honestly, I really do. No. I mean, I've been through different things. Mm-hmm. And everything that I've gone through, I can connect to yeah. growth that I've made now. And if I was to change that thing, mm-hmm. I don't know how that growth could have shifted. Mm-hmm. Or if it would have never came to light. So I really don't regret anything. Me have a lot of people would would probably think, oh, you having a child, yo. I think my daughter saved my life. I, hello, let me tell you, I said that with Namia. <laughs> I said that if anybody know, they know the history of you know my son getting sick and having tumors and brain surgeries and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I tell people all the time, let me tell you something. Nobody's perfect. I'm gonna be truly like transparent, honest. When I had my son, I, I wasn't really being mother. Mm. I still wanted to hang out. Right. I used to be like, Mike, can you watch him going to Walmart? <laughs> I, I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't ready. I'm like, I'm going to Walmart. She used to be like, You ain't on that Walmart this time. I'm like, Yes, I am. So you know that was. It was like that, and it was just like you know, when I had him, I wasn't attached to my son. Mm. I dealt with postpartum and not knowing mm. what it was and what I was going through. Yeah, you know. So a lot of times now I say to myself, like, Am I really being good? Am I doing good? Mm-hmm. I'm so hard on myself mm-hmm. because I know when I first had my child, I love him to death. Mm-hmm. He did change my life, but I didn't have that connection with him. Right, right. So it would be like he cried, cried. Yeah. Pick him up. I don't want to pick him up. Mm-hmm. I didn't have that. Mm-hmm. And now that I got older, I'm like, damn, that's all I wanted. Is that they have that relationship that with my child? Yeah. Right. You know. So when it comes to that, I read me personally, I regret not doing that. But it wasn't you. It was a chemical imbalance. Because I had that same situation with Anita. When I first had her, she would just cry. I would just sit there and look at her. And my mom had to take her. I don't know what. We young. We yeah. don't know what this chemical imbalance is. Word. It was, it's called, like you said, postpartum depression. I went through it. I didn't go through it with my son, but I went through it with my daughter for sure. I think in the year of 2023, we need to, <laughs> we need to get people a weed strip. Say, listen, this is your weed card. When you go through depression, you're going to smoke this. When you go to postpartum, as soon as you need a hot food, like, here you go, Miss Black. Right. Take this. But yeah. I, I do, I also feel like when you give, after you give birth, especially for young girls, mm. there should be some type of mental health clinician mm. that does some type of survey or something. Mm. Because I speak to so many women that have told me that they went through postpartum depression and they could not identify what it was. Yeah. I didn't know what it was two years later. Me either. And I felt bad. Like, I, everybody like, oh my God, he's so, so. I'm like, mm-hmm. Right. But this is why I say my son, he changed my life. Yeah. I felt like, you know, they say you down here for your kids, but I feel, I feel like when it came to me and I made it the opposite. Mm. He was, I wasn't taking care of him. He came he to take care of me. I felt the same way with it. Yeah. You, you think when you have a child, I'm like, I finally, like, God, what's going on with? Mm-hmm. Ah, it wasn't for me to, to teach. He's teaching me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You would think the mother would be there, but it's, it's around. It's, it yes. turns around. Yeah. You know? And that's why I always say, even back to the title, mm-hmm. you're a woman, you're a wife, my mother. Mm-hmm. Like, who do you put first? Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I thought about that. So another question. Uh, what's the key to your happiness? And when I say happiness, let me explain. I'm not saying the smile that people see. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying because you got the money. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying because you got the job. If you take off all the way, the material things that you got going on mm-hmm. and, and the mask that we wear mm-hmm. for people. Right. What is the key to your happiness? 
Mm-hmm. Nobody else. You're like, what is the key to be happy in here? Are you 100% happy with yourself? Mm-hmm. Are you content? Or are you just like, okay, I put myself in the back burner? Like, what makes you happy? What makes me happy is definitely for just me mm-hmm. spending time with myself. Okay, I get it. Reflecting. Yeah. Talking to myself, asking mm-hmm. myself if certain things that I'm doing is it, do I really want to do this thing? Mm. Um, and like I said, I am definitely working on more self care. Mm. It's very important. You deserve Just it. Taking a, a, a bath. You deserve it. Just sitting outside in the sun. You deserve it. <laughs> uh, using the credit card and swiping the credit card all day if I want. You deserve it. I, and it's funny because monetary things don't mean anything to me. No. Uh, family time is 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 very important to yeah. me. Um, I love to see other people happy. I love to when my children are happy. I really love when my husband is happy. Okay. Because I don't. I think for a long time, all we were focused on was. Work, work, career, career, and never really each other. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And now my mind has shifted to yeah. my husband being at the top of my priority list. Mm-hmm. He he might say the opposite, mm-hmm. but in my heart, I feel like that's where I've been talking to God to help me with. He feels it. If he said opposite, but he know. He knows. He better not. <laughs> you, you better get it together because all these damn degrees. You better know something. Keep playing with him for she become a lawyer and put your ass away. You play out good, you know what? <laughs> I'm about to lock his ass up. You a cop? Yes, girl. In the academy and everything. <laughs> well, I did work for School Safety NYPD. So girl. In the academy. <laughs> <laughs> we, she about to write a self-help book. What's that? We better get these coins, okay? If we gonna get the proceeds to the a non-profit organization of your, you know, your your pick, what you want to do, girl? After you got so much going on, I still be trying to. Uh, I can't. I be getting thrown off track when I gotta cook and still text. I be like, how the hell up and do this? I feel like my attention span is little. Older I got, like my old ass got anxiety. I can't do too many things at once. I can't never find anxiety issues lately. Really? Yeah. I think it's because of what's going on. Yeah. We may not think that the world and what's going on take a toll on us, but it, it is. does. It takes a toll. Even if you're not there and you look at it, you're like, oh, I ain't gonna do it. No, it take, it's taking a toll on all yeah. of us as a, as, a, as a unit, as yeah. a whole. Yes. And if you say no, you're lying. Maybe yeah. you don't realize it, but when your body's stressed, sometimes you don't know yeah. until your body shut down. Yeah. You don't want to get that far. I've right? had panic attacks that have no idea where they come from. I had one today. You did? I did. I'm going to tell you why. I had one today. Anybody that knows me, my mother used to always go to Walmart. Mm-hmm. I never gonna stop laughing for real. Listen, I cannot stand Walmart. Because when Rima not me, I'm like, I'm sitting in the car. That place gives me anxiety. You want to know why? Because it's like Walmart is like a New York downtown Manhattan street. Yeah. I'm like, you got the babies with the book in the middle. It's it been too much going on. I'm like, oh my God, I can't breathe. Yeah. But today I had one. I think it was the mask that I had on. I'm not mm-hmm. breathing in, you know, the good oxygen and stuff. Right, right. I started, I was like, oh, shoot. And I had to go outside and I had to breathe. Yeah. But a couple months ago, girl, I passed out. <laughs> Really? Yes. I didn't tell you I passed out. No. Girl, let me tell you. I passed out. I, my blood pressure was super high, like 180 over something. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I don't know the bottom number. But uh and then all of a sudden I got lightheaded. And next thing you know, I woke up and I was on floor. The ambulance is like, you know, you wake up, you see two white men. You're like, what? No. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why you in my face? Wait. Wait, Wait, did you hear the right Man, 
Lives Matter. Back up. Back up. They was like, no, just calm down. I'm like, I don't mm -mm. Then they had the audacity to ask him, do you want to go to the hospital? Do you even want to go there? Right. Yeah, no. go but he was like, um, you had an anxiety attack. I'm like, anxiety attack? What? He was like, yeah. He said, maybe you don't think you're stressed, but your body's stressed. Yep. And when your body shuts down, there's nothing you can do. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, you know me, I'm so goofy. I was like, uh, do I still get paid for the whole day? Or do I got <laughs> look, look, she was like, you can go home. I was like, all right, do I still get paid for the whole day? Or do I because you know, technically I didn't want to leave. This was my like, right. <laughs> Don't lose my hours because I'm gonna need them. But do I still get paid for the whole day? She was like, girl, you something else. I was like, no, I'm serious. No. <laughs> you know, uh, uh so I'm just like, yeah, girl, but I had anxiety, I had to breathe, and I'm like, wow. Mm -hmm. And I realized it's taking a toll on me. It is. And, and and I don't know how to handle it because we haven't had to face this. Yeah. The unknown is uncomfortable. Yes. Yes. And that's what it is. Yes. It's uncomfortable. With the little things, you don't, even when it comes to like going to the upper room, mm -hmm. I have anxiety attacks about that. Mm. We know, if we don't know nothing else in this world, we know that we got a born day, we got a death day. Right. Right. Believe it or not, I could be sitting there watching TV or whatever the case may be, and I think about if I leave. Mm -hmm. I go straight into anxiety mode. I have a attack. Mm. I be like, we like, what's wrong, baby? I'm like, yeah. it, it scares me. Yeah. And the only reason why I feel like partial of it scares me because I'm not, I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do when it comes to that. Mm. And the other part is the unknown. Right. You know, I don't know what's up there. Mm -hmm. I don't want to. I be scared because I don't know how to go. Like, how am I gonna go? Right. I just got like, let me be sleep. Right. Like, right, you know, right. I would never want to have that impact, that suffering. So I said to myself, I need to do what you want me to do. Because if I die, I'm suffering. I'm be like, I ain't playing with you. You know, so it's just like, yeah. it, it takes, it takes, it definitely takes a toll. So um, another question. I like to ask people this question and me myself. I'm going to always ask this before I log off. If you can go back, right? If you go back, what would you tell your younger self? Oh man. Yeah. Go back in time. What would you tell your young? Yeah, you walk down the street and you see baby Africa and then you come in adult Africa. What would you say to that person? What would you tell them? Uh oh. I thought about this in the past. Yeah. Um, it would definitely be related to uh and I know <laughs> I know people be like, oh god, here she go with this education thing, but it would definitely have to be with take advantage of the free education, meaning mm. high school. I didn't take mm. full advantage of mm. take advantage of the wisdom mm. that your mom has bestowed upon you. Don't feel like you know so much because mm -hmm, you don't because you don't know a thing. Yeah. And at 35 years old, there's things that I'm like, damn, that's what my mother meant mm -hmm. when I was 16. Just really appreciating my mm -hmm. mom. Mm -hmm appreciating a good education. Mm -hmm. So that's what you would tell your younger self? Mm -hmm. I would tell my younger self, um, I would say, why the hell you was having sex so early? Because you wouldn't have a baby your dad's <laughs> self. <laughs> no. I, mean, I think I told myself that. <laughs> no, I, I, would tell, I would tell myself that you're not pretty to be a dark skin girl. Mm. You're not pretty to be a dark skin girl. You're pretty because... Wow your features and who you are as a girl, period. Mm. Don't you let nobody kind of like, oh, demote you like, oh, you cute to be dark skin. No. That's beautiful. No, you're pretty because you're pretty. That's you know? 
beautiful what you just said. Oh, oh yeah, that needs to be like a You know what? I might just get a shirt made. That's beautiful. I'm gonna go to I'm gonna get a shirt made and be in the house hiding <laughs> on the arm board doing this shirt like yeah uh-huh got these t-shirts for sale got these t-shirts for sale that's how i'm gonna be that's a good little story right? i love true. it a lot I of really jobs a lot of jobs can hear that all the time and it's like do you take it as a compliment or do you take it as like like what yeah how do you take that you're not cute to be a dark-skinned girl you're pretty period right you know what i mean so who would you be like you no, know, you cute to be a dark-skinned girl well, you fat to be looking like that. So you tell me. You, well, you, you too pale to be light. Like, why you your, pale to be yeah. light. Like, why your face white, but your hands and stuff is red? Like, where was you at? You know, stuff like that. So that can't be compliment. Yeah. Like, how do you take that? Because people think that that's the right thing to say. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. Why do you think that that's an appropriate thing to say to someone? Yeah. Yeah. You should have said it to your mother. No, that ain't the way to do it. Let me stop. That ain't the way to do it. I'm gonna get Jeff one that's way more popular. That's 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 definitely not the way. told me. Yeah. Oh, oh, she did. Oh, okay. You want to listen to her? Then go live with her and don't come back. Now, dear, can I come? I got full house, baby. I ain't never say say that. You ain't have to say that. You didn't have to say that. So you know we're gonna be closing out. And this was amazing. It was good. I appreciate it. I had a really good time. Really? I'm happy you did. Oh. I know what I want to tell y'all. So the episode that I did yesterday, mm-hmm. right? Because I was, I tried to do two things. I did it on Tuesday because I wanted to be talk to her Tuesdays, right? Oh, okay. talk to her Tuesday, and then this on Wednesday, and it's like, um, what's my slogan? Right, I forgot that damn fast. So what's my slogan? <laughs> oh, what I say? Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it, sis. <laughs> girl. <laughs> you, I, girl, it's what we talking about when I can't fly. I think I'm going through menopause. I think it started early. <laughs> now, you would think that I do drugs. I don't do drugs. I no. just be like, you know why? Because I got so much on my mind. Yeah, that's what it is. I need to learn how to quiet my mind. Because mm. I get tired of hearing my damn self sometimes too. Like, shut up. I don't know how to quiet my mind. I don't. I'm always. Yeah. And if my mind can show you the picture, you like, what the hell is that damn puzzle piece? Nah. I be doing this, and then one time I did this. One time I was going in the refrigerator to do this. Girl, I come from my glasses. They was in the damn freezer. <laughs> I just threw shit away. I had to go through the garbage. Like, you see my money? It's like twenty. I'm like, oh, oh man, where your phone? I can't find it. It's in my hand. I be like, mm. that's the self care part. You gotta slow down. You gotta slow down because I be just trying to fit everything in. And I'm like, you know, it's okay to to not want to do nothing for a day. It was okay yeah. to like, you know, I don't want to indulge in this. That's right. It's okay to it's okay to be selfish. Yep. Not all the time. And when I say selfish, I mean selfish for you. Yes. You know what I mean? It's okay. Yeah. Because you are the the key that holds everything with your family. You one hundred percent. One hundred you heard of? One hundred percent good love. And that do the but get back to what i was saying yesterday i did a um a, a podcast called you know daddy's girl and believe it or not y'all like when i first started this podcast thing i was like oh okay i want to get the people i want to get the people i want to do this i want to interview people and it was like stuff wasn't working through mm-hmm. you know people say yeah but it never came to happen mm-hmm. so god was like 
I'm not giving you this for you to, it's for you. Mm-hmm. You don't, I'm not telling you to do this for them. People gonna come. I'm doing this for you because you need to be heard. Mm-hmm. So I said to myself, dang, I didn't have no consistency because I'm waiting for people to be honest. Like, it's not for you. My test, I kind of try to interpret people with it and it wasn't gonna work because that's not what it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be regardless of anybody sitting next to me, I have to tell my story. I have right. to get it out. Whether I'm sitting down here talking to myself, mm-hmm. the cat looking like, you know, I'm just looking <laughs> crazy. You know, but it's it's not for me to have other people that will come later. But right now, he's telling me somebody needs to hear you. Right. So you don't need to be with everybody else. Mm-hmm. You know? So I I've I like that. But yesterday I did my podcast. My mother called me. Mother, like me, we always cry for no reason. Mothers are crying. They're like, what you crying for? Like, oh, no, she crying. She was crying. She was telling me that I, um, wow. Wait. You're about to start crying? I'm about to get emotional. Because you know what? That feels good. It was beautiful. It feels good. It was To, to think that, you know, at, at first I was discouraged. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to give myself the energy. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know, growing up, I dealt with depression. Mm. And to be honest, I... Just to be honest with you, I just got out that stage a little bit last year. Mm. Yeah. It was things back to that. No job. Life's getting cut off. Lose the home. I ain't perfect. So I don't care what nobody says. Mm-hmm. Got to go live with somebody. I've been going through that constantly like back and back and back. And I'm like, God, mm-hmm. like, why me? Mm-hmm. But now one time that I ever give up. Right. And at this time, I was staying with my cousin. Mm. And one day, I was in a room. Cause she got like this big, like the brownstone. Mm-hmm. You know, you got the kitchen and rooms and stuff downstairs. So I was laying down. I just got on my knees, right? And God said to me, your struggle is over. Wow. From this day forward, you won't struggle. Everything that I went through, my test, I passed it. Mm. I, I never understood like, why am I, why always me? Why am I going through this? I'm, I, I, I wanted to give up a whole bunch of times, but I didn't give up. Yeah. I still prayed to him. I still, I still talked to him. Right. I was going through the journey. It was hard. I would put on a smile face, but inside I was breaking. Mm. I was going through so much. So that day, you know, people like, for you to, me personally, for me to hear God, I have to understand that God is within me. Right. So my self-conscious stuff, when I'm thinking, that's not me, that's him. Mm. That's how I feel. Mm-hmm. So when you like, oh, you talk to God and he not saying nothing back. No. Say what you need. Give it a second. He's going to respond. Mm. It's not you thinking, it's him that's mm-hmm. talking to you. That's interesting. And that's how I look at it. Because I'm always uh, like speaking to my mom. I'm like, I don't hear him speaking to me, mom. Mm-hmm. And then I go, and then I had a feeling. And she's like, no, you ain't have a feeling. That's God. <laughs> yeah, right? So even if like, you, you say something like, dang, God, should I do this? And in your head, you talk to yourself and say, you hear what he's saying, like, no, don't do it. Mm-hmm. That's him. Mm-hmm. He's talking. If you quiet, you ask him, he's going to be there. He's going to talk say. to you. That's what they say. So that day, let me tell you something. That day happened, and he was like, your storm, your test is done. Mm. Your test is done. And that's when I started getting into this. I said, okay. He put me right on the line, like, no break, no nothing. Mm. Your test is done. It's time for you to tell your testimony. Mm. That's how that was. You understand? Mm. It was time for me, and I felt it. I'm like, I felt a relief. Mm-hmm. I felt like it was off my shoulders. I felt right. like I, I feel changed. Right. I felt I felt good. Mm-hmm. 
for me, you know, going through all the stuff I went through, and I'm like, well, oh my God, I'm by myself, and I know what's going on. I'm like, why nobody there for me? Mm-hmm. Nobody was supposed to be there for me. Mm-hmm. You know, he he took me away from everybody because I had to listen to him and only him. Mm-hmm. And you go to your friends, they give you opinions. Mm-hmm. And that's not going to do it. So, you know, it was, that's what it was. It was definitely that. And I'm like, okay. And a couple of days later when I was about to move, mm-hmm. I had a check for $10,000. What? I swear. Testimony. Testimony. My Lord. Did not, when people say God ain't real, who? Who hey. ain't? I got, let me tell you something. I went from, in one day, mm. I had an apartment. Mm-hmm. My lights got cut off. Mm-hmm. I had to call my job because I couldn't make it. Mm-hmm. He said, Don't worry about coming in. You understand what I'm saying? So I'm like, Wow, definitely. I, I went through it. He showed me, he told me, he meant it. Mm-hmm. He meant it. That's exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I was like, Wow. And then once he did that, he did, and the next couple days, it was time for me to move. Like, I'm going to move, I'm going to get my check. It was more so like, don't worry about your check. Don't worry about your check. Mm. Here goes 10000 Get it together. Right. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what that was. So It's like that Tasha Cobb song. Yes. Gracefully broken. Yeah. Yep. Telling you. You got, you got to hear, hear a song called, I think I sent it to you before. It's called Deliver Me. Wait. Um, has, that's my, you're talking about my song Exodus. with... Um, Johnson. That is my song. Yeah, definitely doing that. But Ooh. you know, just to go back onto how I felt, you know, I got a subject a little bit, but I felt good. My mother called me and mm-hmm. she was like, Oh my God, you did that. Because you would want to think you're making an impact on somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, because somebody would rather like pictures when you're in the two piece than to like you getting your own business. That's all. right. I, I've seen sure. people that like more when I did my birthday pictures on Instagram and I'm still in my business. I get two or three. Months. Yeah. What type yeah. of support is that? I want that support. Yeah. Ain't that crazy? So I always say that that's, that's insane. The fact that I I I touch someone, not only one person, I touch two, and maybe three when you listen to it. Yeah. You know, so well, I've witnessed the, the two people calling you and telling you, you know how I touch them. Elders. Yeah. Then, right. That was that was definitely um that, that made me feel good. So I want to thank you. Thank you for coming on and talking and laughing and being honest and transparent and telling people about yourself. This is amazing. Just, yeah, you know, you and all your 75 degrees. <laughs> you know, I know next year you're going to be president. You know, I appreciate it. Just make sure you get up in the White House. We could be on that side of the organ. We ain't got to be close. <laughs> you know, we, we ain't even put our own food in to worry about it. You know, I, I definitely I appreciate that. I'm happy you came. I'm happy you stayed around and, and helped me and talked to me. And Anytime. Help me help them. That's what you did. Yeah. You helped me help them. So what I do is 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 before you a quote, right? I, I think a little quote I see because I want them, you know, just something positive, right? So my quote is success is liking yourself, it's liking what you do, it's liking who you are. Mm. Success doesn't go with money. That's not success. Nope. Nah. People think it's money. That's not what it is. For you, the richest man is the man that's happy mm-hmm. of who he is, whether whatever he went through. The richest man is happy because he loves himself, no matter who doesn't love him. You understand what I'm saying? And the he also he's happy because what he do out of life, 
He don't live for that one. He don't live for that one. He don't live for the money. Mm -hmm. He do whatever makes him happy. Mm -hmm. And that's true success. And if we could all get that, that's popping. Mm. Right? Yeah. Africa, like, she in church, like, mm, yeah. tell him, Pastor. <laughs> Bob Marley said that years ago. Really? Mm -hmm. Did he? He sure did. I didn't even get, wow. I didn't even see that. He said it's not money. Money, money yeah, is not That's not success. Mm -hmm. So everybody that's doing all this is so backwards. Mm -hmm. I got a bag. I got a bag. You got all that money and you still don't make it. Yeah. We're, we put, we're put here to, wherever I got a soulmate, we're here to love each other and look at you. You decide to take greed and you sign that check with the devil. Mm -hmm. So eat all that money you got and you go to bed by yourself. Yeah. And you're unhappy. Worshiping idols. I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. But thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. And um, say bye, Africa. Everybody. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. I'm going <laughs> to post it. And next time, I'm out. Peace and love. Peace and love.